Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of the Broadband Bunch. This is Pete Pizzatello at the Calix Connections 2022. I am joined by Adam Ross Hill. He's the Partner Alliance Manager for GLDS. Adam, thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I've uh, heard a lot about uh, what you all have been doing with Calix, and uh, I know you guys won an award, so congratulations. But before we get into that, um, I know you have a pretty interesting journey to uh, to where you are today. So maybe just unpack a little bit about who you are and how you got here. Yeah. So as a kid, I always wanted to work on the internet. Um, I was the kind of, I was really fortunate that my parents grew up very middle class, both retail. Um, they saw a skill that I had as a young child and they were able to take um, out loans and invest in like computers in the mid nineties. And you gotta remember it was like $5,000. Yeah. They didn't have the money for that. They borrowed. Um, because they wanted to grow my skills and they saw that I was able to teach adults um, how to use that, right? So like when DOS was a thing, Windows 3.1. And I wanted to get on the internet upstairs in my room. So they, my, my mother allowed me to design this out on a piece of paper saying, hey, we're going to sketch together a little network. You tell me the components for your need so you can like proxy out the internet through your house. And so they, <laughs> this is like, I don't know, I'm 11 years old. I'm right. running wires with my dad. Right. They're, they're, they, they, they extended themselves because of the skills that they saw that the investment I can make in my community. It was a town of about 3,000 people in Clinton, Ontario. Uh, dad was a butcher. Mom worked at a furniture store. And latchkey kid, classic home after school. Uh, mom worked part-time, dad worked full-time, two jobs. Got to uh, clean churches with him on the weekend, that kind of thing. And yeah. really it was, um, I didn't know that till much later in life, like how that was a big extension for them. And I still get choked up thinking about it a little bit more as an adult, how your parents can really help you through that kind of stuff and grow you. Yeah. But I wanted to, I always wanted to be on the internet. So, you know, they, um, I made just, my parents made just enough money that I didn't qualify for OSAP loans um, in, in Canada. So at school assistance. Okay. So they had to sign like a line of credit. They extended their house to let me borrow against that to help me send them to school. So just, I, you know, super grateful for who they were, that they saw the skills that I had. And I went to school and we did a couple of years of school and it was right in the middle of the dot-com crash. And I thought that, you know, my teachers are getting laid off. This industry is going to go bust. This is not going to be a thing. Right. So I dropped out. And then I did like seven different jobs in a bunch of years. Because my opportunities in that rural town were a farmer, a trades guy. And it just wasn't who I was. So I, I bounced around and did like wine cook, all that kind of different stuff. And I'm like, this is who I am. This is 100% who I need to be in my life. So went back again and um, you know, graduated in 2005 out of a, a Fanshawe College at the Computer Systems Technology Program and um, wanted to finish the fourth year of school, ran out of money. It's totally extended, not able to go any further. And at that point, I'm like, what am I going to do? So I added for a local cable company that was wanting to uh, you know, look for a system administrator. So, yeah, I think 2005 is like back in the years of Doxis 2.0. It's just really kind of taken off on the internet. Okay. It's explosive grant, uh, all that kind of stuff. I also was a, an industry candidate kid that got to teach adults through the library programs how to use the internet when eBay was new. So I really, you know, had skills that I was building on at a really early age in my life that kind of made it unique Yeah. that I had an opportunity to, to do all this and it changed my life completely. So I went and I, I this company was called Blue Water TV, X and Cablevision. And, um, you know, the boss says to me, he's like, you know, I don't want to interrupt your schooling, um, but, you know, we'd love to have you. We know who you are. You're part of the community. 
and um, can we have you in? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not going back to school. I want to get married. I don't have, you know, a dime in my name. Right. I've got to pay off some debts. And he's like, well, I don't. You're so green. I don't have this position for you. But if you want to come in, you can come in and uh, swap 700 digital set top boxes. I'm like, okay. It was my foot in my door. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. Literally learned from climbing the pole up. Um, it's like a little shanty in the, uh, an office between Holmesville and Clinton, Ontario. And my office had, um, when I eventually moved inside, there was a toilet kind of like, there's a bathroom <laughs> that was shared. It was partial head end, partial office. And, um, you know, we were able to launch the uh, um, cable telephony. Everyone was getting into it. The cable, the cable companies wanted to kind of, you know, reduce the costs of what the telephone companies had at the time. Right, right, right. It was brand new. We, uh, we found a vendor called Clear Cable, and that's where I, I ended up meeting GLDS back in 2006. Okay. Because we wanted to have a fully integrated system to launch cable telephony and import the records from the CDR transactions as well as do auto provisioning. Because I'm a one-man network shop at that point. But at the time I graduated in, so it was my first conference. It was my first kind of everything in this industry. And I just kind of fell in love with the team because they treated people like family. And they were able to see the vision of what they're doing and they invested in them. Right. And I'm like, this is this is exactly who I wanted to do that. And we had a team of CSRs, TSRs, and we wanted to uh, you know, make it easy for them to turn stuff on and off and do billing and for recurring billing and um, integrations to do that, because I didn't want to be spend all day swilling in a different system. So we did that, partnered with a company called Clear Cable and launched a product called the Nomad. And um, you know, things are going good. Uh, you know, I'd go sell services around the community, um, door knock the internet, do a bunch of internet upgrades. They were a consulting firm at that point in time, and we uh, continued to grow the business. And of course, victim of your own success, private industry, sold it out. I uh, went to another company. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to align with that kind of big corporate mentality. I'm yeah. young. Uh, so we ended up starting a startup and uh, going from there. But that startup was... Uh, to be short, um, it was it was a business continuity uh, company called uh, Continue IT, and they're still around today. But the long short of it was a really early foray in the business, and I didn't have enough cash flow, and we took an extra person on way too early. So I'm like, guys, if I leave, we're solving. Right. Everyone has an opportunity. Yeah. Um, called a few people and ended up calling uh, my friends at Clear Cable, and they had me come on, and really bailed me out of a really crappy situation. And the um, you know I said yes to that on a Friday. By the Sunday, our town had been ravaged by a tornado. Oh, wow. So when you're focusing on business continuity, you got to yeah. think, what's the first thing you're going to call after a tornado? And 2011 runs through. It's like, hey, i got to make an insurance claim. Well, I had been working in the insurance space and had told all these these companies that, you know, in the event of a disaster and your server going down, we can have you back on in 24 hours. So I got tested as I'm switching in between. <laughs> so they extended it and let me put them on. And we had them taking it. So it was the early days of cloud and virtualization. And then I got to work there for eight and a half years and learn a lot and touch a lot with um, about a hundred different ISPs. And, uh, GLDS was partners there, so I was familiar with the platform. And we did integration across the DOCSA space. I got into fiber around 2012 doing my Calix certifications, which was my first kind of foray into Calix. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we knew, I knew long term kind of where they were going to go as a company. And, you know, I, we, I, we work with a bunch of different vendors at GLDS. Calix is, is one of them right. in the service delivery uh, module space. But, you know, it's, it's really cool to see what they're doing for our customers today. And, um, you know, I, I got to be a network operation manager again around 2019. But wife wanted me home, stay at home, be at home at 6 o'clock every night. And got a really good opportunity to go and um, just help, help this team out. 
and um, help grow all the different integrations uh, as a partner alliance manager to make our customers successful. Yeah. Right? So yeah. now it's not about me, it's making all, all the different GLDS customers successful with all the different partners. So over day to day, I um, make, maintain relationships with all the different vendors like Calix and work on the innovations with our partners. Yeah, it's it's. In, thank you for sharing all that. By the way, I mean you can tell that your your family uh, instilled a work ethic that uh, is pretty, uh, I think, rare these days. So, kudos to your family to be able to a feed your curiosity, yeah, and, right, and tolerate the uh, the tinkering. I don't know if my parents would let me do that, but um, rip apart the computer at seven years old. Dad said, just put it back together. That thing costs five thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to take things apart. I could never get it back together. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about your sense of community and and you know that that um, belongingness that I think you're you're attracted to, right? Because I do sense that within the Calix ethos here, right? I mean, there's a lot of folks. Even the theme of this this event, right? Be the giant, where they're they're investing corporate dollars into helping communities and small mom and pop and privately um, owned you know co-ops um, to compete and to stave off the corporate competition, but also really change the definition of how they serve their community. You know, if you think about what a healthy community is, it's a bunch of people helping each other out. Mm -hmm. And this is really one of those conferences where you see that in practicality in person. And Calix has done a really good job of empowering all the different operators to fulfill a mission to deliver connectivity to every last subscriber that's out there and all the all the government programs that are out there throughout North America right now to do that. I always my, my motivation when I get up is that hey I was uh, that kid once that had that economic benefit right of being in a really rural town that I wouldn't have had an opportunity otherwise, right? So this is where the, I'm personally aligned with goals of anyone that's trying to fulfill that mission. And it's a mission of our customers, it's a mission of electric cooperatives. It's the, the mission of every single internet company that's in the tier two, tier three space because their pillars are their communities that are providing really good economic return for every job that's created, you know, that's a well-paying job in the community has such a huge downstream effect to all the other personal services businesses that are in that region. So this is the, the benefit that I see with broadband that is going to create this massive opportunity for children that aren't connected, yeah. adults that aren't connected to participate in, you know, the, the digital divide, something that's thrown around a lot, but it's true, right? Like if you didn't have that, if you're still not connected in 2022, can't bank, yeah. you can't do your homework, can't find a job, can't find a job, <laughs> can't find a doctor. you can't manage your kids' appointments, right. so you, you really are in a disadvantage and it's not fair. So this is where GLDS has, um, you know, really done a really great job of um, integrating with all our different partners in Calix and we've done a lot of great work at integrations uh, to make it really easy to do it quickly because we have to do it quickly and we have to be able to empower our customers to do it quickly and make them champions in their own community so we give them the tools um, through broad hub and supercontroller automate turning on and off um, Calix equipment support cloud marketing cloud SMX provisioning for ONUs, turn, turning on the digital divide, right? crushing it, delivering it, yeah. slicing and dicing it so that they can 
then go out and focus on what matters, which is supporting that and changing the customer experience, right? We look after the back office. We look after the billing for them. Uh, we look after the customer care and API integrations to do that. So it's it's kind of a whole holistic approach where I look at that. Yeah, it's not just one component; it's all of that, and that's where we you know we have a philosophy is that we treat our customers like family, and when we're solving problems and you know we democratize how we build software where we ask at our user group you know who wants this feature X right and we we plan it out and we build it that way so it's. It really is a huge community, and we, we do that in association and partnership with all of our partners. And, and particularly, we work you know, pretty closely with Calyx, um, and we, we did our first integrations with them back in 2012 um, at that point in time. So that's, that's kind of what I think about the community of Calyx in, in, in a short version. And um, you know, we're really honored to work with them, and we're really honored to be partner of the year with them this year to be able to deliver on the mission right. for our mutual customers. Yeah, no, congratulations on that. So just looking ahead, you know, we're sitting here next year. Um, you know, what what will you, how will GLDS be different and how will Calyx be different? You know, my hope is, of course, that we're helping more cooperatives, more uh, companies that need to build, uh, you know, the customer experience that they need and, and empower their teams to do that. So that's going to transform us together. It's also going to transform the industry together um, by the same token you know um, I look at that holistically across the technology right that's there it's it's really it's an opportunity with all of the funding that's out there to help each other build healthy communities and build opportunity with them so um, for for what will be different if I could make a prediction from next year is that we're going to use more network insights to, to build really cool uh, technology to, to help make it easier yep. for you know Joe Blow off the street. Right? Like I was lucky; I was growing up at a time where this stuff was all new. You had to learn the protocol level if you really wanted to know it. And now you know you have to make sure that the tools are simple enough for anyone to come off the street. And uh, Calyx delivers on those tools, and GLDS delivers on those tools to make it easy for them. Yeah, no, it's interesting, and I think you're right. The the vision that they have in the platform and the ecosystem and the and the the desire to build those partnerships is, is pretty unique. So I look forward to uh, coming back next year and hearing more about how you guys are evolving and uh, hopefully get another partner award. So thanks well, for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me.